You're listening to Life in the Faust Lane with Jared and Mary Faust. We are a brother-sister duo here to talk about everything from our opposing political views to Grandma's cornbread and everything in between. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Life in the Faust Lane. It's your girl, Mary. And today, I want to talk about the topic of daddy issues. And that's not just for us ladies. Daddy issues happen with all of us (laughs) can happen I mean maybe some of you rare gemstones out there had wonderful supportive providing emotionally available dads but I think most of us are our fathers slash parents Maybe the feeling is that they fell a little bit short in at least certain areas. And I think our job as we get older and learn, mature, is to learn to be okay with that. To accept that our parents probably, very high likelihood, had an even rougher childhood than we did or at least similar or just things you don't even know about but I think culturally parenting has been weird with the rise of the patriarchy I feel like parenting got weird and the scales became imbalanced which they still are And it's hard enough to just live a life as either a male or a female and try and understand what that even means. Sexuality, everything, identity, what's feminine, what's masculine, who are we, who are any of us? But then we procreate, we make tiny us's. And chances are our parents had lots of weak points. And then that just leaves us being like, huh? So we run to our churches and we're like, for the love of God, we need some sense of community. But guess what? Those churches are also run by people who were raised by less than perfect parents. And just because you slap a cross on someone doesn't mean they're that much different than everybody else. So I hope you get my point. <laughs> I'm going to talk about my daddy-o for a little bit. My parents, honestly, because daddy issues, I mean, honestly, are just, they, they run just as deep, I think, for us people, mostly Americans, especially Americans, because that's what I know as far as parenting but 
I think we all have equal parts daddy issues and mommy issues. And it's just, you know, whether the scale is tipped more on your mother's relationship or your father's, that just differs from household to household. So I'm going to share a little bit about my parents in hopes that if they are listening ever, they know that I love them both from the bottom of my heart and love the woman I am, love that I have always felt despite anything and everything, both of my parents do love me and I think that is, whew, that's what's kept me from truly going insane. <laughs> Honestly, that's what has, I think kept me from from a lot of just hardships you know I've had my share of hardships but I think I've also been doing all right lately so in my you know last decade I think I'm doing all right so thank you mom and dad you may want to stop the recording because you know do you want to crack open your kid's diary I don't know do you <laughs> You decide. Hit pause. Think about it for a second. Because I'm going all out. Balls out. Trying to scare you off if you haven't figured that out. I don't even know if my parents will ever listen to these podcasts. Um, But, you know. You never know. One day if I, like, disappear, die young or something. Obviously they'll be like, we gotta hear everything she talked about. We wish we had known her fully. This is how I'm segueing into talking about my parents. (laughs) I feel like even at this this point in my life, I'm still young. I'm a youngin. I'm a baby. But you know, I'm I'm a mom. I'm not that young, and I'm still feel like there is so much of me that my parents don't know, and. Whatever the reason for that, I'm to blame, but I also don't just want, I don't want to hurt my parents. And a a small part of me with my dad especially feels like who I really truly am at my core, that person hurts slash disappoints my father. And not saying he doesn't love me. Of course he does. But I think that me in my entirety... Excuse the noises. I live in a noisy part of the world, okay? And I wanted to do this episode by the ocean, okay? (laughs) It's a hot topic for me, parents. Good lord. They're, They're... All the money that's gone towards therapy is because of you guys. So, (laughs) I deserve to sit by the ocean and talk about it. Okay. (laughs) All right. Carry on. So, yeah, I don't feel like my parents fully know me. Because if they did, I feel like it would crush them. Like, I'm not this perfect daughter. Not that they expect that of me, but... 
I don't know. I have definitely been trying to get a lot better with that and, and show myself more and speak up for myself. And, you know, when my family's like, Mary, are, do you still love Jonathan Taylor Thomas? I'm like, what? I'm 34 years old, you guys, living in the past. Like, this is the new me. I have grown up. Also, just being treated like the baby of the family is so... Ugh. So it's hard. We get stuck in these family dynamic roles and it's hard to be like look guys I've grown up with my own little ideas and I chose to do life my way my own special way and I just think if they knew from start to finish of my day what my way looked like it would disappoint my parents because of their preconceived notions Mostly placed by the weird churches out there. That the decisions I make are whatever. Not good or are... I don't know. I just don't know. So... My father. This is my... My memory. My experience. You know, we have our memories and experiences. And nobody can take those from us. Of course... People could say, that's not how it happened. This is how it happened. But then we have to remember, that's their memory. And so, does that not just point to, don't take everything so seriously, you fools? We're all just experiencing things in our own way. So here's my way of, of my father figure in my life. The early memories before... I reached the age of five, I have small memories of actually having a family. Dad and mom slept in the same bed and three of us siblings. And so the memories I have of my dad though during those years were just kind of one of being afraid of him. Like mom would be like, just wait till your dad gets home. And then it's like, oh God, what, what, what is that going to mean? And it often meant belt coming off. I remember the sound of the belt coming off and it was so frightening. And then I have memories of wanting to go sleep with my parents and being so afraid of dad waking up because that would mean, no, no, you go back to your room. But if dad didn't wake up, mom would sneak me into bed. So, okay. See? What's that all about? I think it's just that that's what he was taught. <laughs> Or something. Then, when I was five, my older brother, uh, the firstborn child in our family, passed away. And that pretty much broke up our family unit. And, you know, mom and dad sat us down on the couch. I remember this day very vividly. They said, "We're dad's moving out, we're separating. And I just remember thinking... Boy, they have been through so much. They lost Aaron. Like, I was five. I wasn't thinking, like, I lost my brother. I lost my brother. I was thinking, mom and dad lost their child. And I don't want to, in any way, shape, or form, add more stress to their life. So, at the age of five, I took on the role of the kiddo who would never stress my parents out. And that's why to this day, I don't want to disappoint them. I don't want them to know I smoke a little weed here and there. I had an affair on my beloved. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't want them to know those things. I don't want to add more stress to their life. So anyways, then dad kind of just disappeared for a while. He got real wild and crazy and rebellious and gay. He was gay for 25 years, which confused the hell out of me because I was raised in the Christian church that said, well, yeah, gays are going to hell. So I honestly thought sixth grade and beyond when I dis when I actually asked, is dad gay? And my mom was like, oh, you better take that up with your father. They had been hiding it from us. So anyways, then I, I honestly had the belief my own dad's going to hell. It I was just so depressed. So very confusing. Younger years, he was also just acting a fool. I'm just going to say it. He was acting a fool those years and just being completely irresponsible with his sexuality and his fathering of us as young, underage children. And so, okay, Dad, I'll cut you some slack in this sense. I know you had a really, sorry, he had, <laughs> I don't know if he would be listening to this. He had a really rough childhood. He did. I'm not going to describe his childhood on my podcast but it was really rough a lot rougher than mine physical just all the things not good not good a dad who just full-on didn't know how to love anybody that's old good old grandpa faust grandpa faust r.i.p you bastard sorry to say it but not sorry he was a pretty evil man and so, okay, there was my dad's father figure. So, despite my dad being very irresponsible and inappropriate in a lot of ways during those years, not because of his homosexuality, because of his addictions to sex and lots of things and inability to, like, put your kids first ever. Whoo! That's one that really hits home for me. Dad, I love you. I do. But what the hell is that personality trait about? Not being able to put others ahead of yourself. It's always been my number one fear. Becoming like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're listening, Dad. But like, put your goddamn kids first. In the sense of, like, be taking care of yourself, of course, and then let your kids rule your world for that short amount of time that you have them. They're going to leave the nest, and you'll be right back in your own world again. But, like, uh, you made the choice to have several kids and then just... Put yourself first. All right, there. I got it out. I love you. <laughs> I've done a lot of work to forgive you. But I'm going to say it because I think I'm scared that my brother, Jared, who has flown America and is now residing in the country of Israel. Ay, ay, ay. So will I ever see him again? Who's to say? <laughs> he has three effing daughters. And my biggest fear is that he is just going to do the same thing to his daughters. Because that's all he learned and saw 
from our dad is just completely incapable of putting others first. Honestly, like, ah, that's mean. And that's very, like, dramatic. I know my dad's not incapable. Anyways, dad, I'll say it again. And all throughout this episode, I love you. I love you. I love you. So what was happening with my mom during these years? Um, She also, too, had a very, well, I don't want to say very, but yeah, I guess very, yeah, very, what am I saying? She's had a rough life. I don't want to go spewing her info out either, but it just, it was worse, much worse than my childhood. So I will say my parents did better than their parents. Woohoo! That's evolution, y'all. Um... But the thing with my mom is that I don't, as secretive as I can be with my parents slash just uh, people in general, my mom's the queen of it. She is like, you cannot crack into that woman. It is difficult to crack into that woman to get her to just show some emotion. (sighs) So that being said... There wasn't much parental anything, you know. She was just struggling to pay the bills all the time. We didn't even really know why. She worked all the time. But we could not seem to pay the bills. And you're a kid, so you're powerless. So I was just lost, lost, confused, angry. Many nights I would just cry and and in my mind, like, yell at God. Like, why would you give me this life? Like, why? Why would you do this? You took my brother away. You ripped my family apart. Okay. So daddy issues, which obviously bleed over into men issues, period. Um, Yeah, I I didn't feel protected. Like, I didn't feel like I had a dad that was going to, like, protect me from those boys, you know, or, like, even a brother. Because, sorry, bro, bro, you're walking in, in, in some ways... You've walked in the footsteps of dad, which is totally understandable. Up until now, we need to break these patterns, folks. If you find that your parents did stuff that weren't cool and that you're just doing the same thing with your kids, put yourself in goddamn check. Go get some goddamn therapy. Do something about it. We have to stop these weird, old, ancient hate to say it, but mostly religion fed. If you're not in some cool, like modern hip with the times religion, then like just ask questions. Start asking your church questions and that'll get you out of there quick. So you're not going to like the answers that, <laughs> that they have to tell you. Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fired up. I'm fired up. Whew, I told you it's a hot topic for me. <laughs> Ah, so, okay, daddy issues, um, I was just, like, almost like a crackhead searching for crack, that's how I was about needing love, starting very young, I think, like, middle school, I was just wanting so badly to have a boyfriend, I would hold my own hand under the desk, pretending it was my boyfriend's hand, like, I just so badly wanted somebody to make me feel 
what a dad is supposed to make you feel, I assume, you know, just seen and special and I think I was just mad at my dad all the time. So even if he said things nice to me, which, yeah, he would, but then he would also say, like, I wish you wouldn't wear that kind of something or you're looking a little bit like a Hanson brother. Why don't you make your hair more blonde? Like, things like that. And it's like, no, dad, no, that is not... No. So anyways, I was seeking someone to love me. And, you know, my listeners know by now where that led me into the arms of crazy people. (laughs) Yeah, so I just craved love. I always have. I still do. I still, still, still do. Because of damn daddy issues. Um, And, yeah, I'll just add my mommy issues have also caused me to, like, shut myself off from the world until recently. Um, I'm bearing it all now, folks, because fuck that. Fuck it. I hate to say it, but my mama, she ain't in good physical health. And I just think you have to express it all. Otherwise, our bodies are carrying it, and then we're going to just deteriorate. Okay? Oh, I don't think that. I know that. Gah. So, yeah. Mom, Dad, if you are listening, I hope not. But if this is just an energy <laughs> I'm sending you right now into the world. I'm showing you all of me from now on. And I know it's going to be fine. I know you're going to keep loving me. Dad, especially, you're a tender fella. You get your feelings hurt easily. I love you so, 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 so much. But, like, uh, I wish you didn't get your feelings hurt so easily. But it's my job to know that if I'm just expressing myself and being my honest self, if that hurts you, that's that's not... Isn't that supposed to not be my business? (sighs) Ah, so that's my plan. Obviously, I don't want to just like at my parents and just unnecessarily dump shit on them and hurt them. But if I really do need to say something, I'm going to say it and not lie. I almost did lie to my dad the other day to ease the, you know, the disappointing response text message. And then I deleted it, and I was like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not going to spare his feelings by making up a lie. <laughs> oh, I did that for so many years. But I also learned that from my parents. I watched them both lie their way to nothingness. Lying gets you nowhere, except entangled in more lies and more lies and uh, hating yourself. So anyways, um... <laughs> Honestly, I want to, I want to learn to love all the men of the world. I have taken my daddy and brother issues into every relationship I have ever been in, and it ain't pretty. (laughs) I think I just hate men, hated, have hated slash kind of still do I've been molested by lots harassed by lots lots of inappropriate things by lots and just 
honestly disappointed by the most important men in my life. Sorry, Jared, I'm calling you out, bruh. <laughs> You're like my dad and brother, they weren't they they've never been like real support safety call me just to see how I'm doing. <laughs> just that? Never. But I want that to be okay. I want to love them both as deeply as I love John, who does give me all of those things. You know what I'm saying? I don't want there to be a difference. There is obviously a difference, but I want to let it go now. We have to feel the anger and the resentment and the, we've got to scream it out. But then can we let it go and can we just love our parents even if they're awful? My parents aren't awful. I'm grateful for that. But I mean, I have friends whose parents are like way worse than mine. (laughs) How do we love them and learn from them and be honest when we see ourselves repeating behaviors with our own kids? Can we like, whoa, put ourselves in check? That's that family trauma that gets passed down from generation to generation to generation and it takes that one special person in the family tree to go ah fuck this shit no no more not my family I felt like when I got married and wanted to start a family with John oh my god this airplane you guys I live by an airport okay and the ocean okay deal with it (laughs) Yeah, when John and I kind of did our own, or, you know, started our own family, I felt like I was, like, planting a new tree for fresh everything to grow on. Because, no offense to my family lineage, but lots of suicide, lots of mental health issues, lots of weird religious shit that just kills people. Ah! Anyways... (laughs) Sorry, I hope I'm not offending anyone. If you're a good religious person, then I'm not just asking you to ask questions, okay? Alright, my old Christian church told me I'm not allowed to ask questions. That's dangerous. Dangerous? You mean dangerous that I'm going to leave your church and stop giving money to you? (laughs) I'm sorry. Ask questions. That's what we're here on this planet to do. Ask, Keep asking until you get an answer that truly feels right in your heart. Okay? There. Back to daddy issues. I want to love them all, guys. I want to love them. Men have such a vital role on this planet. They're wonderful. If, if they're allowed to be... If they're raised in a way that supports their manliness and their greatness and their strength and their ability to solve problems. I mean, come on. Dudes, real men, those just close your eyes for a second and think of like a grandpa, uncle, dad, whatever. Just someone that really was like, that's a real stand-up guy. I feel safe with him. I feel like he would never make me feel unsafe. You know, he's confident. 
that's a man. And then I hate to say it, but close your eyes. And how many more of the not those types do you know? I'm, that's mean. That's mean. But it's kind of true. I live with two young boys for the next week. And then I'm moving into my own place. And I'm going to have a little recording studio there, guys. So anyways, I'm just saying, you won't have to listen to hopefully all of these sounds. So for now, I live with these two boys. They were watching an anime today, a little anime thing, okay? And then, of course, my son wants to be doing whatever the boys are doing. So where does that leave me? Uh, in the room with this anime. It was the most... It actually made me mad. Like, not, not a lot of things set me off, but I, like, got up and left the room with Warren, my son, because I didn't want his little brain soaking that up. It just had this big, bosomed, tiny-waisted, big-bootied cartoon character, and, and the male cartoon character was, like, duplicated her into a hundred hers and was like, oh, perfect, now I can rule you all. Everyone grab your boobies and squeeze them together. I mean, an 11-year-old and a 6-year-old boy are watching this. It made me so fucking mad. They're just going to treat women like shit. Ay, ay, ay. Nobody's monitoring that. Ay, 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 ay. I mean, I did. I said, no, this is not how you treat women. And then they just laughed at me because they're kids. Anyways... That's what's happening. These boys don't have a father in their life. Oops. My, <laughs> am I divulging too much information? But that's just it. Where are these father figures? Where are these real stand-up, truly safe, safe, safe? I'm going to say this word till the day I die. Safe men. Every single human. If you're a man, every single human being that's in your presence should feel safe. And if they don't, you got some fucking work to do, dude. And, like, I'm going to be like the female bonobo and start a revolution. We're getting rid of you. We're getting rid of you men who want women to just squeeze their boobs together. Okay? For the love of God. Because then you're having more kids and then you're raising little kids to think girls are only good for squeezing their tits together. Okay. Oh, my gosh. You guys. Uh, it's almost the start of my PMS week. <laughs> it's all making sense to me now. So, yeah, I mean, daddy issues. I remember, like, I was a teenager when it really sunk in. Fuck. I have daddy issues. Of course I do. Where's my dad? Oh, with a giant dildo up his butt. Oops. Am I gonna edit that out? Um... <sighs> and I can't help but sometimes when I'm especially emotional like today feel a little envious of the girls who had great dads growing up and had a sense of safety and someone who was truly checking in on them truly with full presence and zero thinking about themselves for a moment but then I come back to the reality of realizing that 
I have that now. And also, I have that with myself. I have a strong sense of self. I am very much pleased with myself. <laughs> in, in a way that, that I feel like is healthy. I, okay, here we go. My friend Ellen. Ellen! She's an actual walking angel on this planet of us misfits um she said it perfect she said it so delightfully perfect sweet ellen worded it so beautifully that a truly humble person is humble because they fully understand themselves, meaning their weaknesses and their strengths. And so, but they, and they just like themselves despite their weaknesses. <laughs> so I like myself and I understand all of my weaknesses and I do the best I can every day to try and See if I can be the best version of me today. And if I failed, I still like myself. Because I understand myself. And I feel connected to myself. And I hope that for every single person. That's, that's how we're going to free ourselves from these suicidal thoughts. And bleak outlooks on life. T-B-H. So, for me, daddy issues, mommy issues, sibling issues. I just want to accept everything as it is and speak up for myself and just be honest. But I don't need my dad to change. I can't change anybody. Just like nobody can change me. <laughs> Ain't nobody changing me. So I can't expect that from others. But does it feel good to hate and resent and demand apologies and demand change? No, that's wasting these tiny morsel of years I get to be here feels much better to just get those needs that my dad didn't meet slash still doesn't meet maybe met in other ways a lot of times just from myself but sure a partner I like being shacked up so here's to learning from our parents weaknesses and also investigating what that word forgiveness would even look like in your life it doesn't have to be like hugging and crying and I'm forgiving you figure it out and you don't even have to have a relationship with your parents if they're harmful Get out of there. And that's totally A-OK. -okay. You're allowed to do that.
we can choose our family. But, you know, if your parents are safe enough and you're stable enough, maybe you could learn to love them just as they are and fill whatever void may have been created slash is still being (laughs) probably created um, in other ways. And then let the love grow for your parents from that space. Ooh. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. Am I succeeding? I don't know. Some days more than others. But we're all just doing the best we can with our issues of all shapes and sizes. So cheers to happier days ahead, hopefully for all of us. I see springtime and I think that means newness and I think we're not out of this pandemic quite yet but we're making strides and I don't think we're going to back to normal hell no I think we're going back to brand spanking new I'm excited slash terrified <laughs> no I'm not terrified um mostly just curious just kind of all right I'll kick my feet up let's see what happens and hopefully be in you know semi good spirits for semi most of the time <laughs> and i hope that for for all of you as well and everybody else all the mother a holes not listening to this podcast <laughs> Okay, thanks you guys for letting me go a little cry cry on this one. TTYL, love y'all. Thank you for listening to Life in the Faust Lane. If you're a fan of the show, please do us a favor. Like, share, and review this podcast to help us grow the show and reach more people. Enjoy this episode.